Hello and welcome to Sky U Podcast. I am your host this week, U Street. With me this week, we have Andy, go for Guy05. Hello. And Steve, zips the background. Hey, how we doing? Well, we're personally doing really great. Uh, some people who are doing less than great are the Gopher Men's Basketball Program, which recently lost uh, to Indiana, 72-67, in a game that was not actually that close. Steve, what were your general assessment of the Gopher performance in their second-to-last game of the season? Well, it just feels like uh, more of the same, I guess. I'm looking at the uh, looking at the, the schedule on Ken Palm right now. Nice quick look, and there's just a lot of red on there, Alex. A lot of losses. A lot of losses by just a few points. Um, and we knew it was going to be a gauntlet down the stretch, but just a lot of no-shows, late second-half swoons, more of the same. Um, Daniel Turo trying to trying to do it all, not getting a ton of support from the rest of his cast. Um, yeah, I mean, we talked about this at length ad nauseum in the past few weeks, but just a lot of uh, not being able to finish the job, and we're seeing a lot of close five points or less losses the past few weeks. You would think, though, and I was thinking about this, that just by the law of averages, that they would stumble across one of these wins just by, like, maybe making a shot or some free throws or just the game ending in a way that would favor the Gopher. But alas, we have not gotten any of that good luck. And like we talked about last week, the Gophers, incidentally, are one of the least lucky teams in the entire nation. But that doesn't uh, excuse the fact that they lost six of their last seven and are effectively out of the running for even maybe an NIT bit at this time. Yeah, none of us actually understand how the NIT bids are given out. I will be honest, I don't actually care if they make it to the NIT or not, given that the only primary advantage of a postseason tournament, I suppose, would be slightly more practice time. But in basketball, that strikes me as imminently less important than football because you're just able to practice a bit more often and you play more games anyway. Andy, looking ahead, uh, senior day is coming up. What is your favorite memory of Brady Redroad? Well, I'll tell you, he's uh, no Hosea Crittenden, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> only two seniors, only two seniors uh, are going to be walking, though we su- suspect that the open question for the offseason will be whether or not a sophomore will also be playing his last game in the barn. Do you think going forward, looking at uh, Senior Day versus Nebraska, one, do you predict that Minnesota will finish the regular season with a win? And two, uh, do you think that any of the commenters, once Mike Hurt graduates, will stop yelling about him? Well, um, you know, I'd like to think that they could win. They're at home, but that really hasn't meant much the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, what, the, what Minnesota would probably do is they'll do the most Minnesota thing possible, in which they'll win on Sunday, and then, of course, they'll play Nebraska in the first round of the Big Ten tournament and lose that game, because why not? So, yeah, I think they'll win. Um, as for as for certain posters' hatred of, of Michael Hurt, um, they'll just find somebody else. You know, before Michael Hurt, it was um, Joey King. Before Joey King, it was somebody else. You know, there, there's always one favorite that uh, that is the the representative person who ends up taking most of the heat from the fan base. And uh, I have no doubt they'll find another one. I think uh, the question will just be is, um, you know, as we look look into the next few weeks, especially 
assuming they don't go on a tear here and, and don't make a postseason, um, you know, we'll, we'll turn into just full speculation mode here for a few weeks and, and see what exactly uh, is going to happen uh, for Richard Pitino, which is, I think, at this point, uh, an open question, and, and nobody, even Mark Cole, Coyle, might not even have an answer to that. It is an interesting question. Steve, looking ahead, not just to Nebraska, but also the Big Ten tournament, is there any realistic, and by realistic I mean greater than 20% chance, subjectively to you, that Minnesota has a chance of getting a postseason bid? I don't think that there is mathematically a chance short of running the table and winning the tournament that they can even sniff uh, getting a point. Uh, their, only, their only path, they... If they beat uh, Nebraska tomorrow, or sorry, they would be 14 and 16. Then they got all four games that have to get through. Um, not looking good. Now, if you're going to ask me, can they run the table and win the tournament? That's a different story. Um, odds are definitely low, especially given how they've played recently. Um, they have played teams close, and they've been on the road. They've been at home, so this would be like neutral court. But the conference is, I guess, if you're looking for a glimmer of hope, kind of up and down. They have played alongside a lot of these teams for the rest or uh, for uh, the entire season. If they could pull a rabbit out of a hat and get to the championship, uh, I guess all bets are off. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but you know, this isn't like there's a there's a clear cut amazing team in the Big Ten this year. You saw what they did against Maryland at home. Pulled that one off there by 17 at one point. I guess anything's possible. Long way of saying. Um, and they run the table, they aren't Northwestern and they aren't Nebraska, which puts them a leg up um, on the competition a little bit. Uh, but they are going to be locked into the 12 seed in the tournament and going to have to play four games to hope to be able. Yeah, my subjective probability is certainly substantially lower than 20%, though I do expect them to beat Nebraska, who is hot garbage. And when two teams are playing for basically nothing at the end of the season, take the team that has more talent. Almost all the time. In this case, I will take the good guys in maroon and gold. Currently, at the time that we are recording this podcast on Thursday, Minnesota's women's basketball team is playing Ohio State in the Big Ten tournament. Andy, uh, there is no actual chance that Minnesota has a chance of making the NCAA tournament absent the uh, winning the Big Ten tournament. But is there, for you, things that the team can build on for next year, supposing that does not happen? Well, I mean, they they did win a tournament game. They beat Penn State in the uh, in the I think it was the eleven fourteen matchup or, um, last night. So, I mean, that's good. Getting, I mean, getting any postseason wins, even though a game that you should win under your belt is good. Um, but you know, they 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 just need to sort of gel in the off season. They've had the turmoil with Destiny Pitts leaving. Um, you know, they they've had lots of injuries. I mean. Lindsey Whalen's been playing with an eight-person roster for about the last month and a half, which uh, isn't going to get you very far in the Big Ten. Um, and it's showing as the Gophers are playing Ohio State right now in the next round. Uh, we are five and a half minutes into the game. The Gophers are losing 10 to 1. They have turned the ball over four times, and they are 0 for 7 from the field. So, the, I mean, the realistic answer is is this team right now is just not a very good team. They've got a few individual pieces that are, uh, are decent, but you know, and finally there's a shot made by, uh, Jasmine Brunson, but, um, you know, this, this team's just has a lot to work on. 
Uh, hopefully they can get, you know, they've got a, a transfer who will become eligible next fall. They've got, uh, you know, some recruits coming in, get some people back from injuries. You know, it'll be interesting to see if anybody decides to transfer in the course of the postseason. But, you know, right now, unfortunately, this team went from one of the more highly anticipated teams at the U to, you know, just another also-ran. And uh, Lindsey Whalen's got her work cut up for her to try and, and get them things figured out and get this team ready to go again next fall. But um, I think it's fairly obvious unless somehow Minnesota finds a miracle comeback that their season will end tonight. That is true. Um, a plus side that I will mention about Lindsey Whalen's team for next year is that they are bringing in three quite good recruits, including a five-star point guard, which will be med- very, very helpful, certainly with the loss of Jasmine Brunson on the season. Uh, another team that is moving towards the postseason, at least the Big Ten tournament, is the men's and women's hockey team. Uh, we'll start with the men, which were going on an absolute tear in the second half of the season before stumbling late against Penn State and Michigan. Andy, can you set up sort of what we should expect to see for the men against Notre Dame as well as their possible future in making an NCAA tournament? Yeah, you know, we sort of jinxed them with the uh, the whole podcast. At least the Gopher men's hockey team is doing well. The title that a couple weeks ago, and, and needless to say, um, unfortunately, since we said that, things have gone downhill. Uh, it was back-to-back one-point weekends for the Gophers at Penn State, and then home Michigan. The Gophers had the chance to put away. They could have clinched the Big Ten. Uh, instead, they kind of got one point. Well, they got one point Friday, lost in a, a double overtime three on three and then just absolutely laid an egg on Saturday losing to Michigan um, and so they needed some help and they got some help in the form of uh, Michigan State who took uh, four points from Notre Dame uh, which clinched home ice in the number four seed for the Gophers and, and dropped Notre Dame to number five where we'll find everybody this weekend Minnesota will host the Irish in a best of three series in the first round of the Big Ten tournament um, and you know, it'll be a fairly good matchup. Uh, the teams are pretty even. They uh, split points this season pretty evenly. Um, you know, both teams can score. Uh, it's going to come down to, to goaltender play. Uh, Jack LaFontaine was fine last week against Michigan. He gave up, I think, two goals and, and, and three goals, and none of them were, were terrible. Um, he played fairly well. Minnesota just forgot how to score last night. Uh, last weekend uh, against Michigan and, and Strauss, man, their goaltender. Um, you know, Cale Morris, Notre Dame's goalie, has been a gopher killer over the last few years. He's finally a senior. Um, and the Irish are playing for their season. If they if they lose the series to Minnesota, they're out. They won't qualify for the NCAA tournament. So um, it should be a back and forth. I, I have a gut feeling that's going to go three games, and uh, whatever team can get the better goaltender play on Sunday, we'll pull it out. Um when it comes to the Gophers' NCAA tournament hopes, uh, Minnesota, after once again being in the tournament field last week, has now fallen back into 16th place in the pairwise, um, which if you had the uh, Atlantic Hockey winner in the field would get you in the in the, in the the tournament field, but uh, they will be out of the field. So as if the tournament was being held today, Minnesota would be on the outside looking in, the wrong side of the bubble. Um, this week is, is pretty much key, uh, you know, for the Gophers to get an at-large, what they probably need to do is they probably need to sweep Notre Dame and then go to, uh, whatever Big Ten semifinal they'll play at, whether that's Penn State 
or somebody like that next week and probably get a win. Um, then if they drop the Big Ten tournament final, they'd have a fairly decent shot in an at-large bid. Obviously, if they win the Big Ten tournament, they get the automatic bid and they're in. Um, but last week sort of put a, a wrench in a lot of their plans, and their margin for error is pretty much nothing at this moment. So um, it, it's pretty much, you know, win, win and in time now. The Gophers, you know, they, they if they drop one game this weekend to Notre Dame, I think there's still a chance they can get in without winning the Big Ten tournament. But, um, you know, if, if Notre Dame would come away with the, the series win this weekend, Minnesota's season would be over for sure, and uh, they'd be looking ahead to, to next year as well. And is the same thing true for the women, who certainly will be in the tournament, but what do we see their chances are? Yeah, Minnesota is hosting the uh, WCHA Frozen Face-Off, their version of the Final Four this weekend. The Gophers got a pretty easy sweep of St. Cloud State last weekend. Um, they are the number two seed, and they will play number three seed Ohio State Saturday evening at 5 o'clock uh, after Wisconsin and UMD play. Um, for Minnesota, they're they're in the NCAA tournament, and they pretty much have a home quarterfinal next weekend locked down as well. Now it's just a matter of seeding and trying to figure out exactly uh, where you're going to end up. The Gophers could end up anywhere from second to fourth seed in the NCAA tournament, depending upon what they do. Uh, if they beat Wisconsin this weekend to win the WCHA, they could move up to the number two seed. But if they lose to Ohio State on uh, Saturday... Uh, and Northeastern wins the Hockey East title, the Gophers could drop all the way down to the number four seed. Um, the the biggest thing is looking at the way the women's NCAA tournament works. Um, basically, if you are within driving distance, they're going to put you as a matchup in the quarterfinal no matter what happens. So basically, long story short, looking at the women's bracketology, there's an overwhelming chance that Ohio State is going to end up coming back to Minneapolis next weekend for the NCAA quarterfinal. Um, that's significant because the Gophers have had trouble with the Buckeyes this year. Other than other than Wisconsin, uh, Minnesota's 2-2 two and two this season against Ohio State. Um, Ohio State has shown that they have the talent, both offensively and defensively, to, to match up well with Minnesota. So this weekend could be a, a preview weekend of the Buckeyes coming back next weekend in the NCAA tournament, and it, it uh, you know could give the Gophers fits. We'd love to hope that Minnesota can pull off a couple of wins and and get to the uh, Frozen Four in Boston the weekend after, but uh, it won't be easy. So if they can take care of business this weekend against the Buckeyes and probably the Badgers, uh, I think we'll feel a little bit better going into next weekend. But uh, we'll see. Sunday night the NCAA pairings will be announced. Um, like I said, the Gophers will have a home quarterfinal next week. It's just a matter of whether it's going to be the Buckeyes or whether it'll be uh, one of the teams from the East that will get their way in this weekend. Absolutely. Well, we are certainly looking forward uh, to all of those matchups in the winter. We turn now to a spring sport. It may not necessarily feel like spring in the Midwest, but that does not mean the baseball team has not already been playing lots of games. There are currently 13 games into the season. Steve, uh, I'm led to believe that there were some preseason accolades for the University of Minnesota baseball team, as well as some reasonably high expectations. How have those fared so far? Well, it's been a tough start. Um, I know they were picked to, they were somewhere near around 25, 30, depending on which poll you were, um, depending on which poll you were looking at. Um, but they 
started out with a tough schedule. Um, started out in Arizona against a couple uh, top D1 teams. Um, they actually faced the Twins in spring training in Fort Myers. Got dusted 16-0, to zero, but they're playing a squad, so can't hold against them there. But they came back. Um, they've got a huge string of home games, um, and they were playing against teams like TCU. They hosted the Cambria College Classic for the first time um, against some top 25 teams like North Carolina Duke, North Carolina State. Um, but it has been going great. They've, they're 13 games into the season, 5-8 and eight, on a four-game losing streak. Um, and that's problematic uh, just because they've also been losing some of the weekday games. And if you're not following college baseball too closely, um, you play the weekend slates and you kind of sprinkle some um, one-off weekday games against some lesser opponents. But they've lost a couple of those to North Dakota State, South Dakota State, um, which is, again, problematic. The offense has been showing up. Um, spades and get some great performances from uh, Zach Robbie, uh, Jack Wessel, the third baseman, has been crushing the ball. Uh, Andrew Wilhite, Easton Bertrand, those guys have all been playing really well. But the problem is uh, their pitching has not been stacking up or holding. They were supposed to have a three-headed pitching monster uh, led by um, potential first-round, uh, second-round draft pick Max Meyer, who's been holding up his end of the bargain. Problem is the other two guys um, have faced, or have been having their share of struggles. A couple of guys. It appears demoted to weekday status or just uh, relief status uh, there are also. So um, early in the season, again, 13 games in, but they have a string of home games that they are losing, and they're about to go on here, uh, have a series against Utah. Great. So hopefully they can get it back on uh, on the tracks, uh, start to do well in the conference season when things warm up and they get out of U.S. Bank Stadium playing baseball on a football field. So more to come there, but right now, a little iffy. That is unfortunate. Certainly there's a hope for a turnaround. The nice thing about being relatively early in the season and getting some games at home, though obviously not the home home. We hope that you will continue to stick with us throughout the rest of the spring as we move on the blog, thedailygoffer.com, to a variety of spring sports, including but not limited to baseball and softball. But until then, go Gophers, Sky Yuma. Row the boat. Go, go for thrills.